This is episode 115 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, Pastor, thank you for joining me today. I've been reading through John 15 because in a couple of weeks I'm going to be preaching from this passage. And I'm reading from verse 16 where it says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command. I love how Jesus keeps throwing this in. Love each other. But he said, I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. It was several years ago that we had to clean out my mother's house. There's a lot of stuff in there. She wasn't necessarily a hoarder. Well, she wasn't a hoarder at all. She's just one of these people who... She got things, she liked them, and she kept them. You know, she had a small home, so the amount of stuff that was in there, it could only be so much. She just had a little three-bedroom ranch home. But she had so much tchotchke, so many different things in that home. And when it came down to it, I wasn't there so much because I'm in a different state. But my sisters had quite a bit of work to do. I was there for some of it, but certainly not all of it. My sisters bore the brunt of it. But there was a lot of stuff that was left over. And, you know, this happens every day, every single day in America, just in America. There are people who are passing away and they're leaving these filled-up homes for their children and grandchildren to clean out. And the crazy thing is, you're looking at this stuff that one of your parents had, and you know that it meant a lot to them. But as you look at it, you realize, this really doesn't mean anything to me. And it certainly won't mean anything to my kids. And you think to yourself, you wish that it would. You wish that it did mean something, because... This was something that your mom had for years, decades probably. And you're like, what do we do with this? And some of it, honestly, some of it ends up in a dumpster. Some of it ends up in this huge hall that this little company takes with them and to see what money they can get for it. So much of this stuff, so much of the fruit of their existence on the planet is not going to last. It's just going to pass away, just like, honestly, they passed away, and it's gone. And as I read this, I read, fruit that will last. God wants us as pastors to bear fruit. And I, I thought to myself, how much stuff do we as pastors do could we just stop doing tomorrow? How much of it could we just stop doing and nobody would even notice? Nobody would be any the worse off because we're not doing it anymore. In fact, it would actually free up some margin in our lives and in our schedule to do maybe some things that are important. You've heard of the Pareto principle, the 80-20 principle, that 80% of the benefit comes from 20% of the investments, that 80% of the return comes from 20% of the work that's put in, that if you've got a list of 10 things Do the top two because the top two will bring you 80% of your results. Think about your life, Pastor. Think about your ministry. What are the top two? What are the 20% of the things that you do that actually give you 80% of the return? 
Where's the fruit that's actually going to last? And my question for you is, what do you need to just stop doing tomorrow? Because, yeah, maybe one or two people might miss it, but you've got 20 or 30 people, or you've got uh, 150 or 200 people. If one or two people miss it, is it really worth your doing it? Or maybe it's something that somebody else can pick up. What are you doing in your life and in your ministry that is going to bear fruit for eternity? It's not just going to die with you. Or that when you either leave or pass on, somebody else is going to take that responsibility and they're going to continue it because because it's a foundational thing that needs to be done. You've also heard of maybe keystone habits. Keystone habits are those things that if they're done habitually will actually impact a vast percentage of your life. Something like eating healthy. That's a keystone habit. If you eat healthy, that will impact almost every area of your life for good. If you get enough sleep, that will impact almost every area of your life in a positive way. You know, if you stop stapling your papers together on the side and start stapling them together on the top, that's really not going to make any difference. If when you put your shoes away in wherever you put them, in the closet or in a room or wherever, if you line them all up evenly or you don't line them all up, that's really not going to matter all that much. If when you hang your clothes up in your closet or if when you brush your teeth or if when you mow your lawn a certain way, there's so many things, these habits that we might have that they're really not going to impact eternity. How we wash our cars, how we put our patio furniture out, all these things that we might spend a little time on, they don't really matter worth a hill of beans in the long run. My mom got rid of a lot of stuff after she died. It was still in her house when she left it. And so much of it did not get passed on to her children or her grandchildren. 95% of it did not. There was 5% that actually meant something to us. It was sentimental. It was personal. And it meant something and we kept it. I bet 95% we said goodbye to. I don't want that to be true about my ministry. I don't want that to be true about your ministry, that 95% of what you do isn't going to matter worth a hill of beans when you're gone. Wouldn't you want the things that you're doing in your ministry that they would need to be taken over by somebody else because you were doing the things that were actually very important? They were keystone rituals, keystone practices, keystone habits. They were the 20% and the Pareto principle that brought 80% of the return. Take some time today and figure out what those things are. What are the things that you do that you would never even think of not doing anymore? You would never consider stop doing them. No, you're going to continue. What are those things that you do that if you wrote them down and you looked at them, you'd say, yeah, I don't really need to do that anymore. I don't need to proofread the bulletin, as I said to my wife the other day when she was telling me something that was in the newsletter that was maybe different than what I would put it. I said, Hannah, I don't, I don't look at the newsletter. I don't proof the newsletter. 
Therefore, every once in a while, something's going to be in the newsletter that isn't really the way I would do it, but that's worth it to me because that's not where I want to invest my time. I want to invest my time with people. Just some thoughts and perspectives for you today, Pastor. Thanks again for what you're doing. Thank you for loving God's people. They need love. They need a loving, caring, truth-telling shepherd. Thank you for being that for them. And I'll talk to you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.